The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault 18 Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. And on today's episode, we are talking about when parents or caregivers should should seek mental health treatment or therapy for their teen. This has come by way of a couple of different parents who said, how do we know when it's time to actually seek out that professional help? Week after week on this podcast, typically offering different ways to deal and address with mental health without going to a professional, but also offering that option to talk to a professional if that is something that is needed for your young person. How do you know? How do you know when it's time to take that leap and to take that step to go see someone professionally? Now, it's important for us to keep in mind that seeing someone professionally does have um, some things that can be barriers or hurdles is the best way to probably state it. One is insurance. A lot of folks, either they're, they don't have insurance or they're underinsured or their insurance doesn't necessarily cover mental health services. So it's important for you to be aware of if you are somebody with insurance, what are your options? And there's also the the issue of the financial burden as well. Mental health therapy is not cheap. It can be expensive. It can be a, um, there is a cost factor that is a part of this as well. So when you're thinking about going and taking that extra step, you have to consider what are your financial options as well. And then there's always the question of where to go and who to see. And where to go, usually when I'm working with somebody and I'm helping them get connected to therapeutic services, I'm encouraging them to go to someone or to a clinic, whether that's a private practice, a community-based clinic, or maybe even a healthcare facility clinic <clears throat> that is close to their home. When I say close to their home, you know, within maybe a 10-mile radius or so, you don't want to go too far out because you don't want that travel to be a barrier for you to continue uh, going to and receiving services on a consistent basis. Sometimes it's not an option. If you live in a rural area, or maybe you just live in an area that doesn't have as many mental health providers available, or you know there's wait lists or things of that nature, you may have to go even further beyond where you currently live. So that is something to keep in mind uh, when you are choosing a place to go when it comes to therapy. So let's be very, I want to be very upfront and honest about those hurdles and somewhat those barriers that can show up for people. One is insurance, one is the financial factor, and one may be location. But this should not stop you from seeking that professional help if that's something you need. There are options. Um, there are clinics that offer what's called a sliding fee scale, which means, you know, let's just use, a, I'm just gonna use a artificial number. Let's say that each therapy session is $125, but that's something that you can't afford on a week to week or bi-weekly or even a monthly basis. So some clinics will offer what's called a sliding fee scale, where instead of paying the 125, they may only charge you $35. 
or they may charge you 40 bucks or they may charge you 70 bucks but they're cutting the cost down to make it more affordable for you to receive those services now that is a challenge for many organizations to do that but fortunately uh, some organizations have the financial ability to cut that fee down for you so that you do receive the services at a rate that fits your price this doesn't happen everywhere so you want to make sure you're asking questions and you're checking um, if that's an option or if that's available. Another option to think in, to consider about it to consider is does your child have therapeutic services at their school? So sometimes schools will have what's called school-based therapists or school-linked therapists. A school-based therapist is someone who is housed in the school building. They might not work for the school. Or the school district, they may be somebody who's contracted to come in and work in that particular school, but they're there often. They have an office. Uh, the students know how to locate them. The staff know where to locate them. There's consistency there. School length services is similar, but the difference is instead of being housed in the actual school, this person's more parachuted in from time to time. They may do maybe once, maybe two or three times a week. They, are, they come in, they see the, the young people that are on their caseload, and then they leave. They're not really a part of the school's atmosphere or environment. They just come in, do their job, and then they're out. Um, I think both are outstanding services and great ways to service children, but they do come with that you know, school base. Somebody's probably usually there every day versus somebody who just kind of parachutes in and parachutes out. Uh, that consistency and when your child's in need can shift and that treatment looks a little different when those two dynamics are at play. So that's something to know about is, does your school have a school-based or school-linked mental health service? Another thing that's similar to school-linked, and this doesn't have an official cute title, but sometimes a school may have a community partner um, organization that may service that school. So uh, they may have particular therapists that may be dedicated to serving students or even sometimes staff at that school with the community organization that's usually located pretty near the school. So always check, so check those options at school to see if that's somewhere um, that your young person can connect with mental health professionals. So let's get to the big question of the day, which is what do we do uh, when it's time? How do we know it's time for our young person to go to therapy? So some of these you're gonna you've heard from me before um, because these are just the very standard things that parents will pick up on and recognize right away that something is not quite right. But if you see persistent change in behavior, that's your number one clue. What are some persistent changes in behavior? Well, you may think that the you may notice that the young person in your life is isolating themselves, especially when they haven't been um, a, they haven't been one to quite isolate and all of a sudden there's a or there's a behavioral change where this young person is not engaging with many other people whether that's friends parents teammates etc uh, siblings they're not engaging with them to the best of their ability you might notice an increase in irritability they're just annoyed by everything now you got to be careful with this one because when you're working with teens they can be annoyed by a lot of things that their parents are suggesting doing telling them etc so just know that irritability, those that anger, those mood swings is typical for an adolescence, but it's also a sign that there's an underlying issue. There's something driving that irritability. Where, What is it about? Where is it coming from? Uh, if you notice any extreme changes in their eating or their diet patterns, that's important for you to understand as well. 
So are they getting more sleep? Are they not getting enough sleep? Are they overeating? Are they undereating? Have they gone to these extremes? Um, have they gone to these extremes uh, with their engagement as far as their day-to-day behaviors? Same things with like grooming themselves. Are, are they bathing? You know, are they shaving if they have hair to shave? Uh, you know, are they using deodorant and lotions and oils and things of that nature? Are they combing their hair, brushing their hair? These are things to pay attention to. They also may have a lack of um, interest in hobbies and activities, especially if they're things that they did consistently. And all of a sudden they just stop doing it and they don't want to do it or they don't like doing it. That's another one of those things to be concerned about that something may be going on. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute. But first. You started your business with an idea and a plan for the future, a plan that got you off to a great start. But now you see new opportunities as well as new challenges. Work with a banker who understands your business goals and knows how to help you reach them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Here comes the sun. We all know that solar power can be a big part of the solution for our energy needs. Solar power is clean, renewable, and best of all, that sunshine is cheap and plentiful. Sure, it sounds great to have solar energy added to the mix, but how are you going to do that? The answer is easier than you think. The answer is community solar. Community Solar lets you join a solar farm that produces energy on your behalf. Electricity is produced by your solar farm and goes out to your local power grid. That allows you as a Community Solar member to remain with Excel as your utility and earn solar credits, reducing your normal bill. You save big on electricity while you save the environment. And you can do your part to support clean energy without installing solar panels on your roof. That's right. There's no home visits, no equipment, new equipment, construction or maintenance you don't even need to own your home or be a member of a solar power you don't even need to own your home to be a member of a solar farm renters can enroll and save too right now if you go to mycleanchoice.com backslash shaletta you can get a hundred dollar visa gift card when you successfully enroll and are placed on a farm check it out you can sign up for your membership in three minutes flat Shaletta listeners, get going with Community Solar and get that $100 Visa gift card. Once again, your first step is to go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta. Remember how excited those kids were when they got their new gaming consoles? Kind of like how excited I was when I got that new desktop computer. But now, those electronics are old, just gathering dust and taking up space. But I know I don't want it to be taking up space in a landfill. Old electronics commonly contain toxic metals like lead, mercury, and cadmium, and that can contaminate the environment. Did you know that Ramsey County now offers electronic waste disposal through a partnership with Repowered in St. Paul? Dated electronics can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And even better, it's free for Ramsey County residents. So collect up all your unwanted phones, TVs, VCRs, keyboards, printers, and other electronics that you have stuffed in your closet, basement, or garage. They can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And don't worry, all the data will be physically destroyed or electronically wiped. To find out more about this new electronics recycling service, go to ramseycounty.us slash electronics. That's ramseycounty.us slash electronics. 
Remember, recycling is for everyone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. And then the big telltale sign, and this is where a lot of students start getting referrals to counselors, is when they have academic decline. Uh, when their academics start to tank and you know the grades are not doing that well, that's usually a sign that the child's struggling. So those are some persistent changes to pay attention to that may say, okay, it's time for my young person to go to therapy. So you also might notice some emotional and physical symptoms as well. Talked about mood swings. It's a big one. Uh, you may notice that. You may hear a lot of physical complaints. My head hurts. My stomach hurts. Oh, oh, you know, I don't feel well. I'm warm. You know, they might start having stomach aches and all types of things. Those are you, Those can be signs of something uh, from a mental or emotional health standpoint may be happening with the young person. They may be struggling. Um, obvious things. Someone has, you know, suicidal ideation or even um, attempted suicide themselves. Those are obvious times where you should definitely be thinking about taking that young person to see somebody that's a professional to help them deal with whatever issue or concern they have. Same thing with uh, substance abuse. Same things with experiencing traumatic events like being in a car accident, being bullied, being bit by a dog, uh, being in a big fight, being uh, exposed or teased online uh, significantly. Um, these are all things that can lead to the need to talk to a therapist. Uh, if there's any family or uh, relationship issues, maybe the young person in your life has had a significant breakup with a partner, or maybe you know someone in the family that was really close to them had just passed away. Those are all opportunities to say, hey, let's get our child checked out. Let's have this young person talk to somebody. Um, the other couple things to kind of mention here are a sudden and extreme personality changes. Like if you notice that all of a sudden, you had a very upbeat, you know, wide-eyed, fun-loving, always life of the party type, um, let's say child. <laughs> it's going to give a gender, but it doesn't matter. Let's say you have one of those types. And then all of a sudden, they're not as upbeat. They're fearful. They're paranoid. They're withdrawing. They have, may have some delusional thoughts. And you're like, man, what happened to my baby? What happened to my child? They used to be so full of this positive energy, and now they're full of this negative energy probably a sign that something's going on. You should probably reconsider. Um, you should probably reconsider if this person is just dealing with something that is not that significant or if it's time to see a therapist. And I would say anytime you see those sudden changes, it's time to consider therapy at the very least. And then trust your instincts is probably the last tip that I'll give uh, parents before we wrap up today's podcast is trust your instincts. You know your child almost as well as they know themselves. Some parents know their child way more than they know themselves. But trust your instincts. If you feel like something's off uh, and it's time to take action, don't be afraid to take action. One of the things that I've learned over my career is that so many clients of mine, especially my African-American clients, they will wait so long before going to see a professional. And sometimes they wouldn't even go see a professional on their own merit. It had to be something that was court-ordered, or something that was done 
uh, and the threat of violence, like, you know, I'm gonna spank your behind if you don't do that therapy or things of this nature. Like, it's important for us to understand, like, we have to take it slow, but trust our gut that something's not right and support the kids that are in our lives. And when we wait so long and then the, the issues start to become more complex and they start to build on one another, it makes the therapeutic work even more challenging because you have to peel back so many layers just to get to the core point of what's, what the young person is struggling with. And struggle with more than one thing. You can have multiple different symptoms where issues take place um, that are all going on at one time, and that can definitely overwhelm somebody. But that doesn't mean that you should not seek out the professional help. It might mean that you need to seek it out even more. So that's that's pretty much the things that I wanted to mention. Like, don't wait. A lot of people wait so long before they actually go seek out that help. But seek it out. And I do want to be honest, and I do want to be transparent about where the mental health field right, is right now. And honestly, it's been like this for the last few years, even before the pandemic. So many of um, the clinics, the, the individual therapists, the organizations, the institutions that do mental health therapy and treatment services, there's so many of them are struggling to keep up with the demand of people who want or need to get services um, that, that we can't keep up. So it's important for you to take the agency and the power in your own hands and encouraging your children, because we know that many people that listen to this are parents, encouraging your children to take the best possible care of themselves that they can. And that doesn't mean that just because they have a mental illness that they'll never be okay. Um, it doesn't mean that at all. It means that understand that what you're going through is a journey. And on that journey, you have to take ownership of your well-being. And if you don't take ownership of your well-being, Unfortunately, you'll you can get you can feel worse, right? You can feel a lot worse. So, um, I think when people are able to be honest with themselves that they have an issue, when people are able to come to an understanding where no one needs to be physically harmed or hit, and when you're able to put the put some of the good you know steps and actions or the application of um, you know taking care of yourself and well being, then that's when you start to get better. Then we start to notice, oh, this person's not going to be in this situation for very long. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones. This is It Is Not Your Fault, a team mental health podcast. You can find us in three different spaces. First, you can check out my website, www.jegna.org. That's jegna.org. You can also check us out on the Facebook group. Uh, the Facebook group, all you got to do is search It Is Not Your Fault podcast, where you'll get these tips and more, plus the episodes all in one space. And you can also find us at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com with not just myself, but a host of other very productive and constructive podcast hosts, the best podcast network in the Twin Cities. Be sure to check us out, and I'll check you all out on the next episode. Take care. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Today is a real roller coaster ride. Up. And sometimes down even lower. An organization called Treehouse is giving Minnesota teens the support they need to build resiliency. Treehouse is a faith based nonprofit that offers teens a safe space to share their troubles and learn healthy coping skills with peers and caring adults. Right now, Treehouse needs more volunteers. Do you have a passion to help teens? And would you like to share your wisdom with a middle or high school student who's feeling hopeless? 
Then sign up to volunteer with Treehouse Groups, meeting in Bloomington, Brooklyn Park, Plymouth, Minnetonka, and Egan. Adult volunteers are needed as mentors, drivers, support group assistants, program assistants, and to help prepare hot meals. Lift up teens in our community and help them find hope and joy by volunteering with Treehouse. Learn more and sign up at treehousehope.org. Click on the Get Involved tab at the top of the page. That's treehousehope.org. The teens can't wait to meet you. We are Treehouse! We are Treehouse! Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. You know what my family and I are doing for MEA weekend? Child, we are going on vacation. And I mean a real vacation. We will not be crisscrossing the state or the country taking my son Andrew to tour college campuses. We found the right fit for him right here in the Twin Cities. It's Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. This two-year college will put him on a path to his four-year degree. With small class sizes, he'll build personal relationships. And I like the free laptops and books. At Doherty Family College, he even gets free bus fare and free breakfast and lunch. This means he won't have to take on debt to get his education. And just think, my son, a Tommy, and me, a Tommy Mommy. So for MEA Weekend, save yourself some time and travel. Do what we did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up your own tour at Doherty Family College. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits, so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Did someone you've spent time with recently come down with COVID-19? Or have you been under the weather yourself? then it's a good idea to test for the virus. When you take the simple nasal swab test, you'll get results in just 15 minutes. And these rapid antigen tests are available for free. You take this test privately at home, so no lab drop-off is required. Find out how your family can get your free at home test right here in Minnesota. Go to sayyeshometest.org to learn all about it. That's sayyeshometest.org. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house, creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. 
Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.